focus again a little bit on Tassie, and we just touched on it at the end regards to the Tasmania Jack Jumpers, and I'm talking about the NBL Blitz. Of course, we are starting to gear up now for the NBL season proper, and we're in the back half, of course, of the Blitz now, and we're just getting a vibe on how the teams are travelling, injuries, form, and what to look forward to in the season ahead. Kane Pittman is, of course, Australia NZ NBA and NBL writer with ESPN. Kano, appreciate your time, mate. Are we getting a true taste of what we can expect in the NBL season proper with the Blitz? Yeah, thanks, Gus. It's good to be back on. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it's funny. I mean, this is the same with, with pre-season games in whatever, whatever league it is around the world, whatever sport it is. A, a bunch of these teams, there's been players in and out of the lineup. Uh, guys that perhaps have come into the preseason with a little bit of a niggle, but um, it's part of the excitement because we've also seen some of the other players, uh, younger players that maybe might not get the, the opportunity through the regular season, play big minutes. And in the case of Tasmania, who I, I heard you were just talking about, I mean, this is an entire new roster and an entire new franchise. And I know for sure that the fans down in Tassie are pretty fired up about it. We're also seeing, of course, that this New Zealand breakers and Hawks clash has called off four breakers, uh, New Zealanders, COVID, uh, double vaxxed. Of course, it doesn't stop you from getting it, but certainly it, it doesn't help you. Uh, cause, it's already an interruption I don't think the NBL wanted. No, of course not. I mean, this is, this is going to be something that's going to be ongoing through the season as well, particularly when they're in a, in a travelling party as New Zealand has been. And unfortunately for them, they've had to get used to doing that uh, for the better part of last season as well. So, yeah, this is really unfortunate. Obviously, it's not good preparation for them in the lead-up uh, to next week. They won't be able to play this game against uh, Illawarra, which was on the preseason schedule. And you just hope that this isn't something that is going to, to obviously have further spread and, and cause uh, some dis- disruption to the start of the season. But I would imagine the league understands that this is going to be the case with teams throughout the year. It's going to be impossible to avoid, but uh, not ideal timing for sure. 100% it's not. Uh, tell us a bit about uh, the, the Tasmanian franchise. As you mentioned, new players, new roster, uh, a coach with some experience. He's been in the NBL system for a couple of years over there in Perth with the Wildcats. What would be a pass mark, in your opinion, from what we've seen? I know it's a bit of guesswork and injuries and, and the like will take a part of uh, this uh, season to get used to, but what are you expecting from the Jack Jumpers? Well, I think they'll be competitive, and I do actually think they'll be super entertaining. So a couple of the imports that they brought in, Josh Majet is one of them, and, and the one thing you know with Tasmania, they're going to play fast because he's going to have the ball in his hands playing at the point guard position. Uh, he's, a, he's an excellent passer. Uh, he'll be playing alongside... Uh, Josh Adams, who they also brought in, which uh, he actually created one of the highlights of the Blitz so far with a huge dunk in Tasmania's first game. So they're going to be entertaining, but it, it is always a challenge when you've got the entire new roster. Of course, Scott Ross, who you mentioned, was uh, with Perth, is familiar with a couple of the players on the roster, with Will Magne, who was with the Wildcats, and also uh, Clint Steindl. So there's a couple of guys that he'll know, he'll know well, but I think the the benchmark or, or at least a, a bar they can look at was South East Melbourne in their first season. They won some games early in the year and then as the season sort of wore on, there was a bit more of a, a scouting report on what they were trying to do on some of the imports that they had. They did find it tough uh, towards the back end of the season. And, and I look, I mean, Tasmania will probably go in and they'll probably say that they want to be competitive and they want to push for the playoffs. But um, for, for that franchise and for that state, I think it's more about having the team there, filling the arena, uh, providing an entertaining product, which I think is what they'll be able to do with the roster that they've built. 
100%. Kane Pittman is our guest, ESPN Australia, New Zealand uh, basketball aficionado. All right, so we're not far out from season proper. Very small taste test of what we can expect. So the date today is the 23rd of November. <laughs> you know what I'm going to ask you? I need to know the two grand final teams who you think, based on pure um, talent available, rosters, the comings and going, who are the two teams that play in the championship for the championship? Who wins the championship? And you know, and Bryce Cotton will be the best player. We know that. But you, if you've got another choice, go for it. <laughs> I actually have a, have a rule that, you know, you can't actually pick Bryce Cotton to be MVP because we all know that he, he'll probably win it. So I, I don't think you're allowed to pick him because it's boring. You know, he, he'll probably end up winning it. He's going to be awesome. Uh, he's looking great since coming back. But the two teams I've got, in the grand final. If I have to make that prediction right now, the first team is the Sydney Kings. This was a, a team last year that had uh, some pretty terrible injury luck, but they've been fortunate enough to bring back uh, one of the imports, Jarrell Martin, out of the US. And, uh, of course, they'll hopefully have a healthy Xavier Cooks, who's been one of the rising talents on the Australian side of things, would have played with the Boomers at the World Cup and potentially the Olympics as well, but he's had a really rough run with a bunch of different injuries. So those two guys... A star, Chase Buford's been over in the U.S. coaching for a number of years, and he comes and he brings, uh, I think, who's going to be one of the guys that's going to be the best player in the league, best players in the league this year at the point guard position in Jalen Adams. So I, I like the Kings. I think they're ready to go. Uh, I, I think they're going to be one of the dominant teams in the league. And the other, the other team I like, and we were just talking about Tasmania being a new team, but I like Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. I, I think their roster is stacked. Ryan Brokoff uh, is back. He's healthy. They're saying. Uh, very positive things about the way that he's come back uh, from the off-season. Off They've got Joe Chi, the big seven-foot-one uh, man out of China that, quite frankly, probably shouldn't be playing uh, in, in this league. I mean, this is a guy that is NBA caliber, but uh, through a variety of contract uh, issues there, he finds his uh, way in the NBL. So I, I like South East Melbourne and Sydney. Uh, I, know, I know you want to lean towards Perth a little bit there, Goff. I, think, I yeah. think they'll be good. I think they'll be good, but I haven't got him in the grand final. All right, that's the end of you then. Kane, thanks for joining <laughs> us. We'll chat again during the season here on Time On. No worries, mate. Thank you. You're a legend. Kane Pittman, ESPN Australia, New Zealand basketball writer. Let's get a breakaway. Come back. This is Time On. Tim Gossage in for Sammy Hargraves.